Hello and welcome to Inspired Minds with me, Julie Kenny. This is the podcast for people with curious minds. And each week I'll be sharing a topic to feed your curiosity. Welcome to today's podcast. Are we born with it? We often hear that someone is a natural at something, a natural leader, a born speaker, a born salesperson. But is it true? Most of us don't feel that exceptional at anything, even if others think that we are. Yes, we enjoy some things more than others. Some are more social. Some of us are more organized. Some of us are just more free flow and in the moment. But how much does that really translate into talents and skills that we develop? And how much does that really determine what we are capable of? Someone recently told me that they'd become an engineer because as a young child, they took something apart to see how it worked. And their parents saw that as a great sign that they should be supported, educated, trained, and that influenced his final career. And I couldn't help thinking, wow, that could have been so different. What if they had took that as a sign that he always breaks things? He could have been stopped from touching anything mechanical and grown up saying, oh, I'm not technical. I'm never sure what I'm not technical means, but we all seem to say it these days. Whatever your strengths and weaknesses are, your likes and dislikes, it seems to me that the opportunities, the support and the encouragement you get has to make a difference to the outcome. In my life, I've lost count of the number of people who found that their abilities in a school subject changed completely by having a different teacher. A subject they excelled in suddenly became a problem or one they hated became their career because of a new teacher. And I'm not giving a dig at teachers here because I remember being inspired and massively helped by some teachers that my classmates just didn't click with at all. Sometimes you just have to get each other. There's a way of teaching of them being that works for you and not everyone, because we don't all learn in the same way. While we're on this subject, I'm going to have a little rant here, because science is an amazing thing. Science is also full of theories, scientific theories, by which I don't mean a vague idea of something you thought of sitting on the couch, a bit like this podcast, It's something that changes based on evidence. Now, let's get formal here. The University of California, Berkeley, defines a theory as a broad natural explanation for a wide range of phenomena. Theories are concise, coherent, systematic, predictive, and broadly applicable often integrating and generalizing many hypotheses. In other words, any scientific theory must be based on careful and rational examination of the proven facts and be a rational explanation of those facts. So those theories are then tested. They can be improved, modified, 
often rejected, but the facts remain the same. It's deeper understanding that changes things. And as more evidence gathers, then theories become accepted theories or not. And what's that got to do with this? Left and right brained people. A little bugbear of mine. So here we go. In the 1960s, Roger Sperry came up with a theory about right and left brained people. Now, they did know that different sides of the brain process different things. And his theory was that some people may have a dominant side and use that side more. And that means they are more creative or logical, left brained or right brained. But as they did more study, what they actually found was that although there is a difference in what each side of your brain does, people don't actually use one side more than the other. Generally, it's pretty equal. Creative people use their right side just as much as their left. And tasks that they do take things from both sides. So left has sort of become shorthand for creative and right for analytical or logical. But in reality, that's a whole load of nonsense, which I think is what scientists call disproved because revising theories is just all in a day's work for them. So no, this isn't about being left-brained and right-brained because that doesn't actually exist. But it is about how we see ourselves as creative or analytical, even if the left-brain, right-brain theory is out of the window. And now I'm going to take a breath, have a short break, and we'll get back to the original question in a moment. Welcome back to the question, are we born with it? So I was talking there about how the left brain, right brain idea has run away with itself. But I know most of us feel that we lean towards things that we class as analytical or creative. And I'm certainly not saying that your desire to be a painter or a mathematician or an architect or whatever it is that you want to be isn't real because I'm sure it is. But I do believe that within that, there's a danger that we can define ourselves too tightly. And by doing that, we can build barriers that aren't really there. Let's say that you're a painter and you paint abstract paintings. Now that's creative. Of course it is, nobody's doubting it, but you're choosing and creating something and taking the essence of something, perhaps creating something that's new or interpreting from your imagination. But at the same time, you're doing a lot of analytical things. You're selecting the right materials, you're mixing paints, you're doing all the things that will enable you to physically manifest the things you are creating. And that takes analytical thought. Or maybe you're a mathematician. 
but you still need creative skills to see new methods and new solutions. If there was no creativity in the analytical jobs, then we wouldn't discover anything new. We wouldn't have new solutions. We wouldn't have the ultimate logic of this computer world that we're in. When Sir Tim Berners-Lee came up with the idea of HTML, which effectively created the World Wide Web for us, he had to be really creative to do so. He was using a totally new approach. The problem can be that once we have classified ourselves as creative or analytical slash logical, then we ignore the full range of skills we are using and self-select ourselves out of developing the skills purely because we believe they're outside our realm. So if we see ourselves as a very logical thinker, we might avoid creating stories for our children or poetry or music. And to make matters worse, it's not just us. It's our parents, our teachers and our friends who often do that for us with the best of intentions from a really, really early age. So I want you to take a moment and ask yourself a question now. How far back did you decide what sort of thing you would and wouldn't be good at? If you're like me, then it's a long way back. Now, assuming that you can walk or talk, what do you think would have happened if you had decided at that same age that you couldn't do those things and you wouldn't do them anymore? What would your skill level be now? You certainly wouldn't be running any marathons, I'm guessing. Yet we often judge ourselves based on so many things that we've given up working on years ago. So with that in mind, here's a really big question. What if your decision that you aren't creative or logical or technical was actually based on a lie. Maybe not a malicious lie, but a lie. Maybe you missed a bit of information or you weren't ready or you weren't confident enough to make mistakes because we all need to be able to make a few mistakes in order to learn. That lie may have come from someone around you or it may have been your own perception. But because of that lie, you haven't practiced or you're just not acknowledging the achievements you are making. So let me go back to my original question. Are you born with it? What if all the things that we think others are born with and we can't achieve are just the products of the things they were told early on? Because they were led to believe that they were good leaders, they were given responsibility had high expectations of themselves and learned how to achieve it, or because they were told they were eloquent, they were given the lead parts. By the time you were ready, you were way behind. And I say way behind with a bit of caution, because it's not a race. There is no age at which we cannot try something new or go back and develop the skills that we gave up on. In fact, we can be more ready than ever as we get older. The peer pressure, the family, the school disapproval may remain in our minds 
in reality, it wanes away and we can work on ignoring it. So what could happen if you decide to approach something with a totally different mindset? Why don't you try telling yourself that you can rather than you can't and then give it a go? Let yourself make mistakes because that's part of learning. Do something creative, tackle something technical, challenge yourself to be a fuller version of you. And you never know what you may be naturally born with after all. That's it for this week. If you want to know more about me and this podcast, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for Softly Inspired. Or go to my website, softlyinspired.co.uk. Bye. Join me next week when I'll be having some fun with poetry, talking about some of my favourite poets and sharing some of my own poetry with you.